Welcome to Colney Talk Podcast. Hello and welcome. I hope you're doing well and having a great weekend. You're listening to Coney Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Alex. I've got another bite-sized episode for you here today on Arsenal's game against Brentford. Um, we started with a very respectful observation on a moment of silence before the game. Um, it was a pin drop moment, but it seemed just very serene and quiet and kept everyone in that moment to just maintain that uh, presence there of remembrance. And um, it was quite good to see. And on the game, it started off with a surprise omission for the captain. Odegaard wasn't in the game, and I guess he probably had an, an apparent knock or something. I didn't think that he wouldn't, he wouldn't be there. Zinchenko, we already got some of those stories coming out leading up to the game during the week. But I, you know, it was a surprise um, miss for Odegaard. But they're both out. And um, on the other hand, it was a welcome sight to have party line up and, and uh, you know, give us back that same sense of stability on the uh, spine for the defensive side of the, the team. And for debutant for Fabio Vieira, because we've seen him coming in the sub, but starting off the game, this was another opportunity to see him play a full game or at least start the game pretty well. So um, that was good. And another historic um, moment as well where Arsenal's bench representative included uh, a 15-year-old Ethan Waneri. And uh, you had you also had Souza and Smith, which were one of the much younger guys. But having Ethan Waneri on the bench was quite uh, a surprise. It was really interesting for everyone, and uh, it was it was it was a great moment. It, obviously, brilliant three 0 victory for us against Brentford. Uh, just a few observations uh, about the game. Nelly Martinelli just missed very f- his very first setup. It, this was under one minute the beautiful passes and movement and you know beautiful pass from Xhaka to uh Martinelli just squared up to 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 just slot it right in but he just missed his feet there it was it was it was such a good setup play by Xhaka and uh more on that about him uh massive credit to the team on their game plan you know they really played really well I mean Ivan Tony and Brian Wembo they really had the fewest touches in the first half. I think, I think it was about four or five, just past the first, the half of that that uh, first half rather, and I, th- I think it neutralized Burnford's uh, uh, spark for for them to kind of push the inv- the the whole the whole atmosphere of the game was quite, uh, you know, dim, in a way I guess. It may have been because it was a much earlier game, uh, which played in our favor. But those are just external factors, which are usually significant. But everyone was there on the on the field to play, but they didn't really get that spark. And the formation and how they really structured the play really just nullified their chances to, you know, show their attack or any plans that they had moving forward. Fabio Vieira, he just you know take a bow really just a, you know a, a big clap for him on that is beautiful goal it was just a wonderful strike and this is what that's what i mean by taking these shots outside the boxes they make beautiful passes at any po- position on the field 
at, when it comes to the box, there's this muted way of mis mischances like Martinelli had first minute of the game. And I don't know if sometimes that kind of kills their, you know, drive or that real final push to really score. But that should also remain if they have to shoot outside the box. Xhaka does that. A few other players do that who may not necessarily be the, the players equipped to do that. To see Martinelli do that a few more, a few times. To see um, Jesus do that. To see Saka do that. And in this case, Vieira doing that to score that goal was just brilliant. It was beautiful. It gives them that, that uh, authority to do that. It creates this uncertainty on how things will move because it keeps... The uh, center backs, I guess, and it keeps the goalkeeper, the goalkeeper, not necessarily comfortable because he feels like maybe we have to pass and get close into the box, making everything so unpredictable. That's the way it should be. So that was a wonderful strike by him, a beautiful goal, by the way. I'm, he, I didn't even really think he was sure that he had slotted it right in. It took him a second to realize that, but a way to really, uh, you know, stamp his. Um, you know, passport into the, the the league with that first goal. So that's that was beautiful. Um, so just jump right into our top three for the game. First off, Jaka, my man of the match. I mean, I I I would argue with anyone on any other person that would take that, but he takes this because he was beautiful in this game. He was brilliant. He obviously started off. He wore the the captain's uh, armband in the absence of uh, Odegaard. He was on full display. He cleaned up Paul passes at the back with uh, Gabriel and and having himself, you know, beautiful assist on the second goal. He played for, further forward at times, even helping with the with the pressure in pressing. Xhaka was on it in this game. He just was awake. He just really showed his presence here. Had had a lot of heads up move blocking quick releases um, by the uh, their the goalkeeper Raya. I mean, it caused a, a yellow card, but I know that would have led to some other situations, which he did and cleaned up some of these, uh, you know, passes where there were gaps in between. And he just does it where it's it's just such a really smart position where he puts himself in and he does that. Full applause to Xhaka. I mean, I, I you can even see a lot of the same um, recognition by um Arteta giving him a high five on the sidelines and really just he was really impressed because he just did a lot in that game well-deserved recognition as I said and you know seeing how these players even sh showed that same you know praise towards him and just the fans giving him all that you know recognition and singing his song and everything that was just the perfect bowl for him and it's good that he leaves today knowing that he did more than just play and gets all that applause from his own players and the coaches but the team in general everyone was seeing that the vibe in general towards Jaka was positive in every sense of you're doing more than we thought you did in the past but right now he just did so much to deserve the man of the match uh next up Jesus I mean no surprise there he was just another I mean, he had another. He had himself another nice goal lobbed from Xhaka, who kind of evidently showed why he deserved uh, that top spot. Uh, J Jesus did a lot of defensive contribution in the game. Not that he did; he doesn't do that in the past, but this was a lot more. All the way back in in our own half, in in our own box, really helping, trying to build uh, 
or counter counter attacks, but just trying to get the ball back and helping clean up and double team some of these players on the wing, you know, alongside with uh, Turney. So I was pleased to see that. This is a great effort of how you see a player like uh, Jesus just switch from his whole offensive prowess to just being defensive and really getting right into it. I just like that he can continue to do that, but not inside the box where he, we can get ourselves um, some casualty by by way of penalties and things like that. But, you know, Jesus just playing that way. I, I mean, that that his contribution, if everyone feeds off of that, Jagger does the same thing. So they're all continuing to build the same mindset, the same culture where when they transition to all playing defensive, that's th that's the one mission for everyone. And um, I did see Martinelli do the same thing all, all the way on the right side, you know, playing uh, playing up defense on on the player. I just I don't remember his name, you know, all the way out till he lost the ball. And I'm sure um, Ben White would you know definitely appreciated that because uh, that was a play that you didn't expect to see on the other side of the of the of the field, defending, really getting on the player and not really letting. Um, Ben White take take over or something like that, but again, this is that mindset that they're cre creating in the team, and this recognition is going beyond just a plain style and formation. This is a full setup of how you respond when you lose the ball, and when the ball w when you're trying to get the ball back, and how you're trying to stay in certain positions for cover. So it was it was a really good thing. I mean, <laughs> Jesus just played some gladiator ball with Brentford's center back. You know, when he always invites these duels, these physical duels, he gets them going. Like he gets it, the, his ball recoveries. He just doesn't lose that drive until he, he, he at least makes an attempt to shoot and score. And that's beautiful. That's just an amazing thing to see. And and I I really would love to have that continue to be his consistent um, display and have the other players do the same thing. Saka doing that as well. Martinelli doing that, you know, uh, Eddie when he gets on the field. In fact, you know, uh, Fabio, he did a lot of that when he was intercepting the ball a few times, but they all have their ways. And I think this Gallardo mentality of recovering the ball and pushing things back up is a really long, it, it would take us a long way for this season. And that's really good. Do, now that I'm just thinking about it for our backup winger, when we do get that person, I really hope that they add on to both their dribbling skills and, and having the same kind of mentality. So Edu, you know, please find him wherever he is because, you know, it would add on to what we already have and make it so much more balanced to have our star players get some rest and have every other, air quotes, backup players maintain the same level and keep pushing. Um, Yeah, but for Jesus, he just had brilliant performance. He was ranked the first in game sprints. I mean, sheesh, that's a lot. You know, I would expect that for a midfielder, but it could be anyone. But he just, it, it is very evident. So he takes his, the second spot of my top three player. The final of my top three is Ben White. Uh, well, you may not see it that way, but I know you wouldn't really argue against it either. But he played a tight game, keeping things on the right side of the fence solid. He ticked every box with the ball, maintaining our structure with, without the ball. It, was, it wasn't one of those highlight moments of what you would think Ben did or didn't do, but the way he was slotted and, and stayed in certain shapes of our position, it was really how it helped affect the, the structure that we maintain. And uh, a lot of that was Ben's presence on the right, 
there was less threat coming from the right side. So that saves a lot. And and Ben had a lot to do with how we really pushed up from that side and, and most of the plays that were coming in were coming in on the opposite side of where Turney was played really well. So it just goes to show Ben's effect really just pushed the majority of how they try to play most of their uh, plans on the left from where Tyrion was. Um, again, he takes my uh, final spot of my top three. And uh, in a sense, it's good to have those kind of games where these quiet recognitions of what some players do or the effects they cause, you don't get to notice them until you sort of go back and either look at it or see how you can analyze it with the way some plays in the game was dictated. So uh, that was a really good play from uh, Ben and how he performed. Now, the other guy today, well, the other guy today, all the way left field for me were, this, were the commentators. In the early parts of the first half, it just seemed so biased. I, I don't think commentators should be doing that. I don't think is, I mean, we've had these kinds of situations where you're watching the game and the com- the commentary is just skewed or is it feels a little bit gray in, in how you're just trying to go get on, get along with the game regardless of the score, regardless of how the play is going, it just it just didn't feel right. I mean, I guess I could have put put it on mute, but that's not how you watch the game. That's not how you, be, you try to be part of the game from afar. They could have done a lot more. Starting off, that was just my first impression, and I tried to look past it because the game was where my mind was. But when you listen to some of these commentary, and as they started off, I just think they could have done much better. But, uh, well, what can you do? That's what we get presented with for the game. And um, I'll leave it at that. So, yeah, those are my my three and one nominees. Xhaka, Jesus, White, and the other guys where the commentators could have done a lot better. Hopefully, they do that for other games that are, doesn't have to be Arsenal games, but in general, which I think kind of improved over time. But, yeah, just had to call that out. Um, that's it for, for my show today. I hope you enjoyed this very short podcast. Uh, please share it with your friend. Thank you for listening. Stay classy. I hope you enjoy the rest of the weekend and I'll catch you on the next one. I know that we have a long break right now, which I'm sure players will need for recovery. And I know we have a much heavier steep coming in for October. So fingers crossed, very, very good performances and results more important. But uh, friends, thanks again and talk to you later. Bye.